What's up, you sluts? Hey. How is everybody? Steadily Devolving, episode 18. We're finally legal. Fuck our episode. We Um, did it. We did it. We're we're trying something new this week. or We haven't recorded for a few weeks, but we're trying something new this episode. Um, We're doing a Skype type thing, if you will. Uh, We're in three different cities. Mike's in Louisville. I'm in Lexington. Crumb's in New York City. Yep. City that never sleeps. L- Have Louisville. you slept? We got a moderate seven to eight hours of sleep. Oh, anyway. wow. That's, 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 that's not bad. Pretty healthy. That's very healthy. I'm at, like, I'm at like six or five or so. I, that's my consistent That's my consistent regimen. Yeah, seven, eight's healthy. Yeah, we're healthy. But uh, yeah, NYC is pretty, pretty cool so far. What have, have, you seen, have you seen the Big Apple or is it just kind of a myth? It's just the apple itself. It's there. Apparently, there's one hidden throughout. There's just one, just massive apple. Oh, yeah, like nice. Chicago's got Chicago's got the bean. New York's got an apple. Yes. So the Dutch just kind of the Dutch just kind of planted an Easter egg for us for us to find. But yeah, so New York City, Times Square is a lot, a lot of colors. Yeah. A lot of screens. A lot of ads. There. Very overwhelming, yes. Walking advertisement? It's it's just one big advertisement, and it's dope. But uh, pizza pizza here is also ten times better than anything I've ever had in Louisville or Lexington. So that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. You want to know an interesting fact? So um, when the Dutch merchants bought New York City, (laughs) they bought it for twenty four dollars, which is now. And well, in 2015 dollars, 1,050 dollars. So we were talking about uh, cheap land purchases. Everyone says Louisiana purchase was a steal. New York, New York may have been our greatest highway robbery as a country. I mean, crumbs, let's country, talk about the pizza. We, we stole the whole country, but whatever. Shout out, yeah. <laughs> shout out, Manifest Destiny. Everybody has a problem with it, but <laughs> I mean, we some dogs. We some dogs. We got to eat. Woof. Go get, go get yours. We uh, <laughs> so, Crum, uh, you went to D.C. too? And yeah, so what's basically... The, what's the deal with this trip? I'm on this... So, since I start working, like, early June, June 3rd. I think I start the same day you do, Mike. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. June 3rd. Is that when you're starting? Mm-hmm. Yes, so, sir. Yeah, so, so, I was like, well, might as well do something. It's nice couple weeks, and, like... I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do. Go to a bunch of different baseball stadiums, kind of on the Northeast. Hadn't been, hey. like, I hadn't been to New York or any of these areas. I went to D.C. once as an eighth grader. I'll get to that. But so yeah, it started in D.C. I like, stayed the night with my cousin in, like Tuesday on Tuesday night. Then we were in D.C. Very touristy stuff. So many damn eighth graders. How many Asians? I, uh, a lot combination combination (laughs) there were god it's it's a monsoon of eighth graders in may yeah that would be a mess i was gonna say i was in dc two summers ago in july and it was such a weird combination of foreigners foreigners and like fat white people from arkansas it was kind of beautiful but oh it's it's a it's a the true melting pot there yeah not just not just not just an airport chilies but washington dc as well yeah, there were there were a lot of just like MAGA bucket hats. I didn't even know this. Hell was yeah! Thing. 
They were everywhere. Did you cop one? <laughs> I, did, I did not, but I probably could have cop one for like two dollars. How how was the uh, was there any was there any unrest there? Because when I was in D.C., it was pretty cool. It was like pretty close to the election. It was it was either like right before it or within a year after it. Yeah. And there was just a big group of people in front of the White House who were just camped out there. Yeah. So like I were talk to the first time I went to D.C. I mean, that was like eight years ago. But like you could like kind of go up to like get kind of closer to the actual house. Like mm-hmm. basically they had like the whole street blocked off. But like. So I don't know oh, yikes. Do thing, but there there wasn't like a lot of protests or anything. There was like one dude just like who had his shirt off and was just like talking about. Was it for Nepal? What? Was it oh, a guy for Nepal? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised the abortion shit wasn't going. Yeah, yeah I, 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 thought, I thought there would be more of that. There were a shit ton of police officers. I think it was like police appreciation day or some weird shit there. They were all. There was just a lot of cops, but like nothing was happening. It was very confusing. Hmm. Black, back to blue, baby. Back to back in the blue. There were a lot of those shirts, but um, yeah, Nat, Nats Park, pretty pretty decent. I've been trying to like do hot dog reviews at the stadiums, and then That's... I realized that they're really not that most hot dogs. There's not much different difference between any. Yeah, of them. I can't imagine. They're pretty. They're pretty have... Like pizza, you kind of can't with like hot dogs. I like. The second dog, I was like, wait, there's really no difference here. Do they have signature dogs anywhere? Like, I know yeah. the Reds, their signature dog is obviously it's a Coney. But, yeah, like, does, I, Philly, I, does Philly and New York have a signature? Of course they do. Fine. But let me explain something to you about Crumb. There's no way he's going to eat anything on his hot dog other than maybe ketchup. Dude, my, my thought process was like, oh, like, just a plain dog, like, kind of like the plain cheese pizza. But then I realized that you really can't do that. It's really yeah. Yeah. You have to kind of do the signature thing, but I've, I've been expanding the pal pal a little bit. I had, oh yeah, <laughs> I had some like these like cultured crumb. I ate, like pork soup like dumplings at this like in Chinatown in Philadelphia. Oh, Those, dumplings are gas, dude. I think we ate them wrong because like well the way my brother was taught to do it like you cut the top off, you like pour the sauce in it, and you just throw this whole thing in your mouth. And just that's not how you eat a dumpling. You were not you, supposed to do it. You're supposed to like kind of like the way they talk. Like somebody was like, you're supposed to drink like the soup or something, and then you like eat it. But like we just threw it everything in. It was yeah. I'm pretty sure you you bite off the top and then you yeah like slurp out that. the juice and yeah. then you eat it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're gonna burn the shit out of your mouth. Yeah. That's yeah. What I'm like, <laughs> like like there's a video of me where the juice just like flies out of my mouth and I'm like, not supposed to happen. <laughs> no, it was it was good though. Um, cool. And then yeah, Philly Philly has a dope setup of their stadiums. They're just well, all, aren't they all next to each other? Yeah, they're all next to each other. They have like this bar scene called Xfinity Live that just right in the middle of it. It's fire. I can't, Don't I can't, they have a yeah? So what'd you see? What'd you see a Phil's game? Yeah, Phillies versus Brewers. Nice. Yelich, did Yelich go two bombs in that game, or was did you miss yeah. it? Yeah, he hit two bombs. We, it was like the first to bat of the game or like second. He just hit a bomb right out the gate. I don't buy, I don't buy other players' jerseys that aren't Reds guys. But Yelly, one of those baby blue. Were they wearing the baby blue throwbacks? No, nah, the Phillies were though. They were wearing like the light blue. It was, it was dope. Those are sweet. Yeah. Like a like a Milwaukee baby blues throwback 
and a really hard pinstripe swagged out Tim Anderson are the guy who did the bat flip and got in a fight with the Royals are probably like the only two non-red jerseys I would buy. But Yelich is Yelich is killing it. He just went. He just hit his twentieth home run last night. Yeah, he's balling. But uh, absolutely beast. That guy looks like fake. He doesn't look. Yeah. Real. Yeah, he's you know like skinny and just. You're not wrong. Pulling his teeth and I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. He looks like he was made. He looks like kind of looks like he was made in the lab or like. He was that the third like avatar without the blues. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like he's like the third default you hit when you're playing in state football and you choose like skin type number three, body type number three. Yelly's the one that comes up when you like go in between pale, pale and tan, and then you have to give him like a very very uh, default cut. He just looks like he looks like he looks like body type number three in NCAA football fourteen. He looks like a well developed fifteen year old no homo, but like he's old. He's like twenty eight. Nah, that's yeah. Christian Yellows looks like a well developed fifteen year old. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, also the Marlins, God bless them, but they have let so much talent slip away from them. Why are we talking about baseball? Right. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, baseball. I can't believe we're talking about baseball. But any, well, well anyway, <laughs> then I got to NYC last night. Yeah, it's and it's just been just a lot, a lot of foreign women at this bar that we were at. It was kind of right outside Times Square. Uh, Subway is also wild uh, concept. Wild concept. Yeah. Confusing, right? Yeah, like there's there's yeah. it, there's a lot going on at one time, but it, it's pretty cool. And now we're gonna go to the Yankees game later tonight. Uh, here at the Empire State Building later, and yeah, we we just had we needed some time to decompress because we were mm-hmm. we were dying this morning. Is that correct? Lots of Vegas bombs. Let's just lots say of hey! Vegas. Lots of Vegas bombs. Lots what's, what's of the New York. Uh, what's the New York drink? They, they got. That was like all, all got John Wall shots. They do not. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got Miller High Lives. <laughs> Yeah, but I tell you, there was like Irish girls. They were around our age, and they were they were having they were having a wild time. Bunch of Alex, strong sevens. Alex, my brother says they're strong. They were strong sevens. Oh, Not wow. bad. That's that's a passing grade. That rounds up to a ten. How how was the Venezuelan? How Venezuelan girl is like probably at eight point six. Eight point six. That's a right. Damn. Nine. <laughs> Enough Vegas, enough Vegas bombs. That rounds up to a nine. That you take that up to a nine point five. Dark, that's like a White Walker. She was smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have the pale blue? The pale yeah. blue eyes. <laughs> the pale blue Swedish eyes. Uh, the pale blue looked like she about it. Just straight up. <laughs> Look like she about to take on a whole Stark army. You what, I'm like, you want to, now that you're talking about this shit, I'm assuming that's Game of Thrones. You yeah, we can, dive, we can dive on in. Um, yeah, I had a lot to think about. Uh, I, uh, oh, yeah, we're, in that weird, we're in that weird part of life where we've got a lot to think about. I, uh, you, you all know me. I like to keep on the sunny side, always, because there's, there's no better way to be. And there's nothing I really can't stand more than these Game of Thrones haters. I, I don't have a problem with them. I completely completely get and i know you guys don't care about thrones and i completely get i'm bandwagoning you being upset, you being upset with like 
a weaker season because this has been a weaker season. But if you're going to take one of the better, and we can call it, this is probably a top 10 show in history. You're going to take one of the top 10 shows in history and just drag it through the mud because you have a weird, weird, a weird anger complex. Like, fuck you. Just enjoy, enjoy the show for what it is. Have fun. It definitely should be longer. Probably could use 10 episodes. But if you think, if you think Danny isn't, wasn't already crazy, you're stupid and you haven't been paying attention to the show. She didn't do a heel turn. She's been leading towards us the whole time. She literally said in season two, in front of the 13 people, she said, when my dragons are grown, we'll take back what was stolen from us. We'll lay waste to wronged armies <laughs> and burn cities to the ground. Like, if, if you're shook by it, no, if, I was just upset because a bunch of people are stupid and don't know what they're talking about. If you're upset by the fact that, like, she's the queen of the ashes, you're stupid and haven't been paying attention to anything. And she crucified 170 people for no reason. Like, anybody that, anybody that has a real problem with this show, and I completely get if you have, like, a small one and you're like, oh, the eighth season wasn't good. But if you think the eighth season completely, <laughs> if you think the eighth season completely, uh, completely negates all of the great work in the first seven, get a life. Find something else to complain about. Complain about your mortgage. Complain about the fact that you probably haven't seen a woman in three years. Find something better. Find something better to talk about. Enjoy the show and enjoy the fire and enjoy the fire and flames for what it is. Mike, I, uh, great song. I was really excited to respond to this. Because I thought you were talking about something else. I thought you were talking about, like, people who have never watched it, who hate when people all, like, constantly talk about that shit on Sunday. I had a great response for it, but I don't now, so... Uh, I was like that that with Breaking Bad, where everybody was, like, a huge Breaking Bad stan. Same way with Thrones, too. I had people just, like, walking around, like, dude, Thrones is the best show I've ever seen. And I was, I would, I would like look at them and be like, "You're stupid. I don't like Wizards and Warlocks. Why do you watch this nerdy show?" Then I went back and watched it, and it was pretty cool. But I, uh, I was once the exact same way. I don't have a problem with people that think Thrones sucks or haven't watched Thrones because they're. I mean, just I like, I'm not saying it sucks. Everyone seems to love it, but and I'm sure it's a good show. But just because so many other people seem to love it doesn't mean I'm gonna waste all of my time to watch however many. 10 seasons of it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a girthy right commitment. Now, like, three hours of TV. Yeah, yeah I, was, like, I don't want to just catch, I don't want to have to like just catch up to society. I don't want to, I want to be a leader, not a follower, man. I'm Jesus. I ain't no disciple. What? So, so we find a new show. Go find, go find the next Breaking Bad. Go find the next Breaking Bad, baby. Trail Park Boys, it's animated now. If you haven't what? seen the anim- series, the animated series goes hard. Oh my God. Pikachu. Did you watch Detective Pikachu, Chrome? Dude, I haven't seen it yet, but it looks adorable. I want to watch a snarky. I want to watch a snarky Ryan Reynolds as my Pikachu. I like that. They did good with their casting. Ryan Reynolds, fire. Oh, he's a homie. And uh, I love the uh, I love the accounts that are just complete trolls on Twitter saying it was better than Avengers and made them cry. That that's like some of my favorite stuff to look at because you just like roll down the you roll down the the replies and you just like see the, someone with the name hashtag Iron Man is my hero, or like something ridiculous like that or or uh, or uh, Avengers and then the tag like the arrow into Spidey Man into the Spider Verse or whatever the new movie is. 
like it. Whatever the new movie is coming out where they just talk about, it's basically like the same people that are in EDM stuff where they'll put like, uh, they'll put like Bass Nectar 360 and then a, uh, and then an arrow and then put Electric Forest. And the people, the people that just like relentlessly stand shit like that, especially EDM culture, I don't even talk on them. But the people just relentlessly stand stuff like that, I feel like have the saddest, saddest things to look after in their life. I just feel bad for them. <laughs> Shout out everybody that trolls Avengers people but, uh, too. But Thrones uh, people. I think, fellas, I might, I think I might have to head out here. I gotta take a shower, then we're gonna be strolling NYC for a little bit. So. Sounds about right. Crumb taking a last second shower. Yep. Yep. It was rain, right. raining earlier. Kind of had to. It, it Good luck in your group. Bit. Yeah, I will keep you updated. I'll, 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 I'll keep the updates, see if there's more German and Venezuelan women. And we'll keep y'all posted on whatever happens there. Love to hear it. All right. All right. Hey. Oh, we got our outdoor song, New York Groove by Ace Freely. It's uh, the guy who's the, guy, the front man for Kiss. All right. All right. Got you, Grum. I don't remember that. Just take the ten. So if I, I have, have the whole call, or can I just? Uh, yeah, I don't know how this works. Uh, uh if we all hang up, up, yeah, if you hang up, we're good. It should still be recorded. All right. Well, I'll see it, fellas. Peace out. Yeah. He's got to hang up. Oh, there oh, it is. There we go. Cool. Right, he's out. All right. So now um, we're gonna now we're gonna bury him, right? Yeah, so uh, we just wanted to have him on because uh, we actually kind of decided he's a weak link in the podcast. He hasn't really contributed much. Uh, Mike kind of runs the Twitter. I tweet every now and then. Crumb's never done anything on that. I edit the podcast very, very professionally. And Crumb's just kind of white noise. So um, if you are interested in joining a podcast, um, uh, send us your your resumes and we'll look through the play. He's not... We actually have a Gmail, so if you have any inquiries, inquiries, oh, send yeah. it to. Me. What's the What's the Gmail? I forgot it's, it. I set it, it up. It's I set it up, bitch. I set it up. No, oh, I have I, I have an email too for it. We have two what? emails. Well, I had to set it. I had to set it up for the SoundCloud because uh, it was with my UK account when I graduated. That's gone. So at least the email I made is steadily devolving at gmail.com. I don't know. I, I I think I have one too. We got two burners. Oh, well, I know for sure one is steadily devolving at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> resumes, anything you'd like to send us, anything you'd like for us to talk about, or if you just want to chat, send us and send give, us something over. We're, and we're give pretty us lonely. Suggestions. Yeah, give us suggestions on how to uh, ease Crumb out of this. Um, he's probably going to listen to this. He's going to realize, but you know, maybe a heads up. Maybe I should text them and say, hey, maybe. Did you a radio show, bro? You're kind of gone. I don't know. I've been uh, ghosted before. We should probably just, we should probably just block him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shoot your resumes over to steadily devolving at gmail.com. That's steadily devolving at gmail.com. We'd love to work with you. So, Patrick, you want to just dig into MAGA? Um, yeah, I mean, I right. got something like that, but yeah. We can alternate because I've got uh, I've got two good ones this week. So on Derby Day, Adam Sandler went on SNL, and since we took a little sabbatical for two weeks, thought I'd talk about it. 
SNL for one has kind of sucked recently, but the Sandler one was fantastic. My strategy for you, if you're listening to this, Lauren Michaels, if you're listening to this, Alec Baldwin, if you're listening to this, ABC, just start bringing on a bunch of the old heads. Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, Chappelle doesn't want to do any of that stuff because he's sequestered. He's sequestered in Northeast Ohio. But just start bringing on the old heads, even Rob Schneider or David Spade. And Adam Sandler has known is easily the best one of the season. It's really good. He just wrapped up a bunch of his old jokes. Nostalgia's in right now. Really can't beat it. But at the end, he did his, like, you know the Chris Farley song, right? Yes, I do. It's hilarious. Awesome. And so at the end, he, I'm talking yeah. about my man, Chris Farley. Then he talks about putting a, a pint, of, uh, pint of Evan Williams up his ass, too. He said he'd finish a pint and then shove the bottle up his ass. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, great minds think alike. Um, <laughs> that's how he, that Sandler finished 100 percent fresher, and not a lot of people had seen it. And he goes like full electric guitar and shreds it. But on SNL, it got a bunch of it got a bunch of love on Twitter after it. Everybody woke up the next morning and saw it, and that hit me. That kind of hit me in the feels. Farley, uh, for for all the big fellas, guys like Farley and John Candy are all timers. Where they just they're the best at physical com- physical comedy. They got taken a little bit too soon, which sucks. But they're in that same range where they've only put out seven or eight movies. And every movie they've put out ends up being like a greatest hits. Like even like Beverly Hills Ninja, which is Farley, Farley being a fat ninja, a fat out of shape ninja that's kind of like uh, kind of like Zombie Ninja, the fat guy in Zombieville. But he's just everything they do because they only have such a small catalog is their greatest hits. So there's, there's just little stuff. and. Patrick knows. I do Farley every year for oh, I do Farley every year for Halloween. He's great at impersonating him, but like the thing with Chris Farley is I don't think he went too soon. Like the only way that Chris Farley would be as good as Chris Farley was is, is if he lived the lifestyle that he lived, and you can't live a lifestyle like that and live for very yeah. long. So like he was yeah. short, but you know, short but hot. Yeah. Sometimes shooting stars fade out too quick, but uh. Yeah, I always thought that was I always I love the Sandler song, but Patrick, what's your favorite Farley movie? Or favorite know. Farley scene? Because everybody has them. Uh, probably this, well, okay, mine. I don't think my favorite Farley thing is a uh, in a movie. It's when he went on uh, um, Letterman. Oh, he yeah, and just good. and just went fucking nuts. <laughs> a sweaty ass mess and just did the uh motivational speaker to the crowd uh what's his name alex foley he did his alex uh, matt foley. foley matt foley my name is matt, matt foley, foley. <laughs> that's probably my favorite and then obviously you gotta love fat guy in a little coat that's classic tommy boy yeah tommy boy one of the best bits i always feel like so uh tommy boy is obviously a classic yeah, uh, the best one of my favorite ones is the Bears when he gets starts. Uh, they eat a bunch of they eat a bunch of hot beef, which is apparently a thing in Chicago. It's like Phillies, but it yeah, doesn't it's have like a hot dog bun. Yeah, yeah, hot dog bun and just a bunch of greasy beef. And so him, Sandler, Spade, and Snyder are sitting around eating bears, and they're talking about Jordan. 
then all of a sudden, Farway starts ranting. He's like, da, bear stop, bear stop, bear stop, bear stop, bear stop, bears. <laughs> and then he starts pumping himself. Like he's having a heart attack right after he eats the beef. And he starts pumping himself. And like takes a step back. Takes a step back, like gas like, this is my third one this month. And then hits it again. But he was just the king of he was the king of making method physical method acting just golden. He does so well with it and it was I mean it was just him. He didn't really it didn't seem like he changed a lot when he did it. He just went out. Purport, he put his body in really weird, really weird spaces, like the Chippendale stuff, and he did a splits like on SNL. Yeah. Was, he was just a just a ridiculously talented freak athlete, hell of a rugby player, and really? uh, yeah, he played rugby at Marquette. Yeah. I I know way too much about Farley. He's easily he's one of my favorite comedians, and I think he will be my favorite comedian until I die. I like I like a lot of the new guys, but like. Farley's method acting and just being able to be funny being himself is I mean is he a comedian or is he just a comedy actor? actor. Comedy actor. Himself is kind of a comedian, but man, shout out shout out my man Chris Farley. Shout out Adam Sandler for making me cry a few happy tears on a Sunday morning after Derby. (laughs) I needed it. I needed it because I just lost on that stupid exacta ticket. Oh yeah, that was a the DQ. I feel really bad. One of my buddies lost six K on a pick five. What? Mm, he's still got the ticket. Damn. Like, if it goes to court, he could probably take it civil and get a little bit of a settlement from Churchill. At least, like, an annulment. At least an annulment and a push. Because, basically, if the way a pick five works, it's a five-horse parlay. Mm-hmm. It's a five-horse parlay. And if they could annul the derby, which is what they'll likely do if it gets, pu- if it gets pushed, because maximum security just... uh. They just took it to federal court, and they're going to full lawsuit for their gains, and then for all uh, all the ticket gains. So I'm still holding on to my winner. It's a piece of history, regardless. It's a piece of history, regardless. But Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler singing that song about Farley and getting able to watch, wake up and watch a uh, watch a great episode of SNL made me feel a little bit better on Derby Day after after a long hard a long hard tough loss. I still won on the place with Country Horse, but. That nine hundred dollars sounded mighty pretty when I was doing it, Patrick. Let's uh, let's bring it, let's bring it down for a second. What did you have to talk about with uh, MAGA? Uh, I don't know how much of a MAGA mine really is, but so I was always a big fan of Dr. Seuss books as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. He's one of the probably probably my favorite rapper. Um, so <laughs> I was just sound my leg. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I'd have to look it up. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, Susie No Floozy 42? Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Um, so I, I want to make a series of books called Dr. Spoof. Um, and they're all just real vulgar. They're adult books. You know, it would be the type of thing you buy on Amazon for a friend as a, as a box set. So I got a few, I got a few ideas. A box set. Yeah. I, I got a few ideas. Um, instead of a cat in the hat, I shat in a hat. And it's just, the cover's just a cat pooping in a hat. Um, one bitch, two bitch, black bitch, Jew bitch. Instead of one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Um, they're really not PC. Is someone in your basement with you? I want to do, uh, there's an Uzi in the movies. And that's just a, that's just a book about movie theater shootings. 
Jesus um, Christ. Cox and my socks instead of fox and socks. <laughs> or, excuse me, Cox and socks instead of fox and socks. It's just a mm-hmm. song about masturbation. Or, uh, not a song, a book about masturbation. Um, Hitler Here's a Jew instead of Horton Here's a Who. Pretty self-explanatory. I already see, I can see the cover art right now. Um, instead of the earbook, the queer book, pretty self-explanatory. And uh, the snitches get stitches. It's just a lesson about snitching. Um, so some snitch will snitch and he'll fucking pay for it. So I feel like that would be a good lesson to show to like younger kids too. At least the last one, snitches get stitches. Oh yeah, for sure. So I don't uh, know. I'm teaching my kids not to snitch. So you know, I think I'm going to dedicate a year of my life to making these. I'm going to start with all the cover art, and it's um, yeah. I'm just going to spiral on out of control. So Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's more, too. Like, my favorite um, Dr. Seuss book is Hop on Pop, and I've got a real good name for that, but I, I, don't, wanna, I don't want anyone to steal it. Cause yeah, I know. So. Make sure, hey, just make sure you don't get hit with a cease and desist. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out. Um, we'll get a team of lawyers on it. Yeah, we'll figure this out. Top, yeah. top men. And, you know, if, uh, if I don't feel like yeah. making the whole books, it's an awful lot of work. Um, I know Kerm's mom made a children's book. Not that these are children's books, but they're inspired by that. I could just do the covers, you know, make posters. I mean, who wouldn't buy a, a shat in a hat, three by five framed poster? I mean, I would. So that's what I got for that. And, um, yeah, are we going to do any other segments or you just want to? just want to chat um i got one little thing to talk about what's that so as someone who's a fan of a perpetually terrible team and i guess you are too now the reds i love watching other people suffer it's really bad but when all of these new york knicks fans like they got their hopes up really high because there was a 60 percent chance they landed outside of the top five so they land inside, and there's an 80% chance they don't land in the top three. But for some reason, people already got Zion tattoos. I they got their hopes that. up. Dude, they got their hopes up for a 14% chance. Like, anyone that anyone that knows that your team consistently gets screwed over should understand that that 14% is never going to land on your side. Right. No matter how many times it happens, and the Knicks have been in the NBA draft lottery probably for the last 10 or 15 years, that 14% is never going to land on your side. So watching New watching Nick's Twitter implode. Watching Nick's Twitter implode when non-existent markets like New Orleans and Memphis, who draw some of the worst attendance in the NBA, got gifted probably two of the best. I don't know about Ja. I like Ja. But got gifted one of the most transcendent players in a generation. That's, that's what the Herald and Zion is. That was beautiful to me. I felt like every time I watched a red setup man come in in the eighth and give up a three-run home run when we were when we were up by two runs, and the game was just so close to being clinched, I just got to see it through a bunch of New York Knicks fans, and it was it was it was beautiful. Or watching mm-hmm. Mariota go down in Week 16 and have to put in Blaine Gabbert, I just got to watch all these other fans go through pretty much what happens every six months for me. Oh, it was it was it was beautiful. It's a piece of art. <laughs> it's a piece of art. 
Also, Dude, the Knicks fans are bitching about the new rules with the 14% chance instead of the 25. But 25% chance is still very unlikely. It's nothing. Yeah. It's not I don't like the lottery as a whole. I, I, I feel think like it's smart. I think it's smart because the change, because I mean, obviously, the point of it was to prevent teams from tanking, but I mean, I don't know. Tanking in general is always kind of a stupid idea. Somewhat. And you say that with fish tanks behind you. Oh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Somewhat of a stupid idea. Yeah, man, fuck those tanks. It's hard, dude. <laughs> like the suck for backdrop, isn't it? The suck for luck movement. The suck for luck movement is unparalleled. Andrew Luck is like the only the when uh the Colts went zero and sixteen or one and fifteen for Andrew Luck, were automatically able to turn around from being like twelve and four, and then two like pretty bad seasons, and then were able to flip it. I feel like with the NBA teams just get stuck into like persistent suck, where they are just horrible, horrible franchises like the Suns, the Kings, the Hawks. The Hawks aren't bad. The Suns, the Kings, the Magic. It kind of seems backwards to me because, like, in football, you you tank and you get one person. I, gr- I guess quarterbacks are extremely important, but, like, just getting one player on a football team is so much more insignificant than getting one player on a basketball team. Like, oh, one yeah, great, great player on a basketball team is a fifth of your team. Like, Zion, if they, even if Anthony Davis leaves, like, the Pelicans can be a completely different team now. Mm-hmm. So it seems backwards. It's kind of backwards. The NFL is weird, where there's really only a few positions that make, like, an exponential difference. Where, like, if you draft a left tackle with the first pick, if you draft a quarterback, you draft a quarterback, you draft a, a game-breaker or a pass rusher, and then maybe like, a, maybe, like, a playmaker safety, those are the players that can make a difference. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, with the NBA, Zion could take that team from – Zion and John Morant could take their teams from 19 wins to probably 30. 30 and being like five or six games out of the playoff playoff hunt, yeah. which is a massive turnaround considering how horrible, horrible, horrible the Grizzlies were this year. I faded the Grizzlies consistently this year just because how, of how awful they were. How good is John Morant going to be? Like, I only watch one of his games. I mean, I, everyone says he's great, but is he really? Do we know that for sure? Like, we know Zion no. is going to be fucking filthy. Least, we know what Zion. Suck? What does Zion suck? What does Zion suck? Zion's two eighty five. He's the heaviest player by five. He's either the heaviest player. Or he's within the top five heavy players in the NBA. I bet he's Jokic's a six eight. Joker's probably yeah. Joker's number one because Jokic is like two ninety. But so Zion's at like six eight. He's a beignet away from. He's a beignet away from being bigger than Jokic. But he's going to have to guard guys who are six eight, six eight, two forty. And freak athletes. Like, even he'll have to match up against guys like Iguodala. And yeah. we've seen how Julius Randle panned out in the, the, uh, the NBA. I, I mean, I'm not sold on Zion. He's transcendent, but I'm not sold on him. I think I'm sold on him, but I just think I would love to see him suck. Um, I think. I don't know, though. He's so fun to it, watch. And 6'8, we act like 6'8 is like so short, but. Boogie Cousins is 6'9 or 6'10 and yeah. considered one of the better big men in the league, and he's not as athletic as Zion. Plus, I mean, Everyone. Chuck Hayes, man. The man Chuck Hayes proved you can be a 6'6 center <laughs> in the NBA. Chuck Hayes. He was I good. don't know. 
with, with how far out the NBA plays now, it just makes it a lot different. I think Zion's definitely more in an advantage in today's NBA than he would have been even like six years ago where DeMarcus Cousins wouldn't dare shoot more than four threes in a season. But Boogie's and shooting now, a lot of threes now. And, and now, yeah, dude. Threes. Brooke Lopez. Did you watch Brooke Lopez and no. the, uh, the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee-Toronto game? No, I didn't see Dude, it. like, Brooke Lopez was hitting step-back threes. The man is 7'2". The man's yeah. 7'2", like, 28, completely retooled his game. And he was knocking step he was knocking step back threes down. Myers Leonard was stroking last night. Like they all do. Like Jokic would be the last player that you would ever expect ten years ago to be shooting a three. And now he's like that's his that's what he does a lot of the time. Dang. Dude, he's a point forward, but he's two ninety. It's wild. I love him. He's he's so fun to watch because he's like us. That's awesome. He's like you can tell he's like he's athletic, but he's not not athletic. He's not an athletic freak. I mean, he can. He's he can. He's Dirk athletic. He can move his ball, his body, but not too quick. No, he's methodical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, and he's a good passer. Apparently deceivingly methodical. Oh, he's a great passer, dude. <laughs> yeah. In the same way, LeBron is a killer point forward. Jokic, if anything, is like a point center at this point. I'm not getting <laughs> No offense, but you you don't look that far off from him. Yeah. Well. I mean, dude, you could be playing point center in the NBA right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm six four. I could do it. All right. So so, what are your thoughts? We take you to a we take you to a jungle gym and we just stretch you out for like eight hours. You in? Yeah, give me eight inches. I'll be good. I think you'd be straight. I, I've seen ads for that on the internet. Yeah, you eight, just, inches just eight inches. Eight, eight inches. Pick up eight inches in three weeks. I think we can do no, it for you. It's kind of crazy uh, how much of an emphasis we put on height with these guys. Like, 6'8 compared to 7 feet, it seems like, oh, my God, 7 feet is so much taller. But it's only that much. It's that much. I was going to say, that's the difference between me and you. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You're probably taller than that, but yeah. I'm 1. I'm 6'1", 6'2". You're 6'4". Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really think that when we play basketball, we completely feed off each other different. I mean, like, I mean, I'll dominate you, but yeah, dude, you're better than me in the post. That's for sure. Nah, <laughs> if I can't throw elbows and if I can't throw elbows and we can't stick each other, you're a little bit better. Nah, we're probably on the same level, but uh, I don't know. You and I both lost a step. <laughs> oh, for sure. We both lost maybe, a step. Maybe a step and a half. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I'm gonna become a swimmer. Yeah, we need to get start on. Start start utilizing my uh, utilizing my stuff. Just started PT this week. Did you? Yeah, I. Uh, my mom keeps telling me to schedule PT, and I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Should. I know I really should. And my sister, back. the physical therapist, says it's really important to do. And I'm just stupid. Yeah. I think. With our thing, you should do it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> do it. No, no, I know. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once I graduate. Two more weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. How's yeah, that class? I'm still, I'm still in school for two more weeks. It is the biggest fucking pain in the ass ever. It's three and a half hours, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We have one <sighs> a quiz a week, or a quiz a class, which not easy quizzes. First test on Monday, second test next Monday. So hmm. don't really have much of a life at the moment. Um, the only one in my house. Yeah, they really do. 
I'm just glad it's so early. Like it started yeah. the day after graduation or the day, the Monday after graduation. Yeah. And it, it ends the, J, the day you start work June 3rd. So that's nice. See, I started, man, I made the biggest mistake when I scheduled my summer class. I did UPS with it. And so I was doing like oh, 40 yeah. hour, I was doing like 40 hour weeks and then I scheduled two classes at once. So I was doing like 40 to 50 hour and then like sometimes 60 if I picked enough doubles up. So I was doing like 40 to 60. And then I had these, then I had the six credit hours on the side, but I would take three tests a week for all my classes. <laughs> so that was a train wreck and a half. And then luckily okay. I had check, I had check in an online class. So man, it was, it was cake. Shout out to the internet. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine what people did before? Like we could cheat on, we could cheat on homework like we do. Yes, I do. Now I, I, the reason I failed this class is because of that. I'm in cost accounting and like, he does not let you use your phone at all no laptops you have to print everything it's all just in the moment in the class with the teacher and so it's like the last class i'll ever take is like the first class i've ever taken (laughs) (laughs) so it sucks but man uh, i i love my bootleg check my bootleg check got me through both of my accounting classes i was so close to becoming a high school history teacher if it wasn't for my check i remember that phase you went to go through uh there's an existential crisis we're at 41 minutes before intro and outro. We'll probably be right at 45 if you want to. want to call it peace. Unless you got uh, something. My up. phone's dead. My phone's dead. So all the uh, all the ideas I had are also gone. Uh, just one more thing: Zion should become the new Stephon Marbury and completely rebrand in China. Make nine. Make uh, Make a hundred million dollars <laughs> over the next three years. Become the new price. lonely guy. Yeah, yeah, new st- new Starberry. He should launch his own brand of shoes too, and just bet on the fact that he's the next Michael Jordan. See, Dude, they're a boom robust. There's no reason, like that's not a bad idea. Like uh, Jimmer for Dead's making bank over there with the Shanghai Sharks. Dude, gross amounts of money. I love Donnie's series with Jimmer too. I do too. Have you seen those before? I can't have. Talk. Man, it is it is good. Shout out Donnie does. Uh, yeah. Besides that. Michael Rapport should be forever canceled. Zion should go make go make a hundred million dollars over three years, launch his own shoe deal, and become become the new Stefan Marbury of China. We got lofty goals for you, Zion. Go get them.
same